God bless you guys. This is episode 5 on Life as Young Believers. Today we're going to be talking about youth in today's society, which is a big topic. And this is like our foundation of our um, podcast. So get ready for a nice conversation today. So first, I would like to start off with a prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this day, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for just bringing us here today, Lord. I ask you, Lord, just um, help us, Lord. Study your word, Lord, and just speak to us through this podcast. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. All right, so I want to open this out today with with a verse. Uh, uh, Philippians 2, verse 14. It says, Do everything without complaining and arguing so that so that no one can criticize you. Live clean, innocent lives as children of God, shining like bright lights in a world full of crooked and perverse people. Um, and and like like Julian said, today we're going to be talking about uh, living living a life as as young believers in in today's society. Yeah. So I really wanted to like these last couple of episodes just like been like a teachings. And just personal experiences on topics, but today we're just going to talk about just living life young, but following God, which is hard to do. So, Christian, um, let's start off with school, which is um, just a big, you know, a big place where young believers, you know, are at, right? Because we have school all around us, and we're always in school. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, and when you look at school, it's not... It, it's it's not a mandatory class or it's not taught um it being being the word of god it's it's not taught at all um we see catholic schools have they'll they'll have a mass and and they sometimes they have they have a uh, like one religious class that you have to take um but we we don't see you, you don't see any any classes uh any christian classes um any classes that that talk about jesus so it's pretty it's pretty hard to be in school and 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 be a christian without knowing if you if you if you don't come from that background it's it's pretty hard because they don't teach you this stuff yeah i think i believe i'm not sure you guys can correct me but i believe you know in public schools like you can't even talk about religion something like that because i i remember people bringing it up like if i brought up god or something like that they'll be like oh you can't talk about your religion but I wasn't even talking about religion. Anything that I had to do with, anything that's part of my life, if you guys know me, follow me on social media, I'm not religious at all. And we can both agree to that. We are not religious people. We just follow Jesus. So the foundation of school is that if you're not in a religious school, like you can't talk about the word of God at all or any anything you're a part of. So I think it's just a hard... You know, we can all agree to this. It's just hard to be a believer in school. Yeah, and 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 to transition into our next one, our our next mini topic, um, social media. Social media plays plays a big role in this. Uh, not not too much that you see that you see um, any social media post about about Jesus or about God or about the Bible. Um, and when you do see it, sometimes it's taken out of context um for for wrong reasons um and social media portrays a lot of stuff it per it, it portrays a lot a lot of bad and sometimes it portrays good but in a bad way many of our mindsets a lot of people's young mindsets i start to see this a lot is portrayed based off what they read or what they see on social media and the way i see it 
everywhere we go, and many people can, you know, say this is a truth that everywhere we go on social media, whether it's TikTok, um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever, everywhere you go, all you see is negativity, and it's just hard to, to even, as a young believer, it's hard to even engage in that stuff, but most of us do, and I can attest to that, I, I engage in bad stuff sometimes too as well, and I have to ask God to forgive me, because it's hard to not see it, because in this generation, our lives are built around social media. Yeah. Now, so so one thing I want to say is, uh, you know, school school is hard. Learning is hard. Um, learning to learning to become an adult uh, as a youth is hard, right? We we see relationships can sometimes be hard, but but the thing we see in this society is. Um, the 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 biggest thing that that is hard for people nowadays is being a Christian, um, and following God, uh, especially especially nowadays because because it's every everything is is revolved around social media, um, and and whatever is on social media, people see and people want to do or people see and people want to have or people see and people want to become. Yeah. Um, and 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 social media portrays people to be higher than others when 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 we're all flesh and blood and we're all just humans but that that social media really it's it's really to to me it's a it's a big step in people trying to become someone or something that they're not yeah in matthew 28 19 through 20 says it's a command that jesus set out for us to be the catalyst for the eternal heart change in our neighbors and throughout the world as we share the god's word with others that's just you know, summing up those um that passage in Matthew. But I believe, right, as we see on negativity as young believers and you know, everywhere you go on Instagram and TikTok, all you see is young people. I think we have a big we have a big influence in people's lives just through not even seeing them, not even speak to them at all. You know, when you follow someone, you literally go you it's basically being a part of their lives because most people post where they at all where they're at, like, where they go, um, their family and stuff, they post their birthday, so you're really following someone's life, and think about it, if you post about Jesus, how would people see you, right, they're gonna see peace, and they're gonna start following you, right, but at the same time, they're not gonna see what they see in everybody else, they're not gonna see bad influence, they're gonna see Jesus, and that's how they can start following Jesus, by following you. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, so they, they, they follow you. Right. If you're, it, let's say you're on Instagram and you have a lot of followers, all of those followers, they, they, they look at you and they're like, wow, they're, they're doing something that I want to do. Um, and if you're, if you're portraying something bad, they want to do something bad or they, they want to be, they, they want to be that, that bad person. Um, but, but to transition to our, our next topic, family, families are a real big one. Yeah. Right. It's 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 pretty hard to it's pretty hard to be a Christian with with a family that is not Christian or with a family that is that that is trying to get you to not to not trust in, in God. Yeah, I think even growing up. Right. Like I wasn't in a I've never been in a Christian household per, per se, but I've always had Christian family members around me. Right. And many times. It's not their fault at all, but it's the way they can relate to us or the way they're trying to 
you know, get us to know God, like, it pushes us away, right? Like, old school traditions. Sometimes, I know, like, people, like, that are older now, but back in the day when they were young, you know, the traditions that followed with Christianity and just religion in general, right? They they really couldn't do anything, and they felt like they had no freedom when that's, you know, that still happens to this day, but in different context, right? So, I believe family sometimes pushes us away from God, but... You know what that does? It's it, They're trying their best, but, you know, that's not the way to do it. I think the way we, you know, family should do it is, right, just explain the simple way of, to Jesus, right? And sometimes we won't have that at all. Now, so I, I, I want to read a verse uh, or a couple of verses. It's Matthew, Matthew chapter 18, verses 15 through 17. It states, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault. Between you and him alone, if he listens to you, you have gained your brother. But if he does not go listen, take one or two others along with you, that that every charge may be established by the evidence of or by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if he refuses to to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a gentile and a tax collector. Um. So in that verse, we we see see the brother being that that's your family member um if he sins against you it tells it tells us to to take two or three witnesses um and 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 to to tell him his fault um tell him what what he has sinned um so he can so he can see it so he can see what he what he has done and he can repent um we we talked about this in in the last episode um where we all sin nobody's perfect nobody's not going to sin we sin every day but our biggest thing is is to see our sin and and reflect on it to see our sin and repent to see our sin and 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 see what we're going to do next time to prevent that sin and through family that's um we have a responsibility i believe as a young believer in the family if you know your family is not connected with god i believe that you know, it may be hard, and I, I can attest to that, but we need to try to reach them, try to just invite, invite them to church or just talk about God in the household because, you know, you sometimes you're, like, the only person that, you know, they can reach out to about God or just hear about God. So we have to take that into account and realize that in our household and our family, we have a responsibility to share the word and just don't be scared, right? Even though it's kind of intimidating, but understand that Jesus gave you the power when he rose from the death. So understand that you can share the word to your family, even though it's it's hard sometimes. Yeah, so so one thing I want to say is two words, acceptance and forgiveness. Um, acceptance, you know, it, it, it may be really hard for you for you to accept it. But but sometimes you have to accept the fact that that you may need to that you may need to push some some family members aside. Um, you may need to separate yourself from 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 even even friends, but mostly family, right? But also it tells us forgiveness. Um, God forgives all, right? And we we want to live our lives like like Him. Yeah. So we we need to forgive, right? If 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 a family member hurt us, whether it's physically or mentally, um, we we need to forgive, um, and not 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 even only family, but we need to give we need to forgive the world. We need to forgive 
um, those, those that, that have done stuff to us, those that have done stuff to people we know, um, those that have made us mad. And, and we, we just, we need to forgive and we need to accept, um, everything in this world. Yeah. Right. Forgiveness is a big part of in our family because I believe sometimes we hold on to a lot of things that family members have done to us in the past. And if you hold that in, it's not going to get better. It's just going to keep getting worse. And people will be like, oh, I can't forgive them. How can I forgive them? But at the same time, you have to forgive them. Because if you don't forgive them, you're going to have that weight on you for years and maybe your whole entire life. Because think about it. It says in the Bible, like, you have to forgive others for God, for Jesus to forgive you. Like, because, like, if you have that vendetta, like, vendetta on someone else, why do you think Jesus is going to forgive you, right? So, because he, he just wants your heart to be pure, right? He just wants you to make an effort, right, just to seek him. And one of those ways is forgiving the, um, people, right? Because he's forgiven them, but he's waiting on you to forgive them so he can, like, move in that relationship. Because if you just keep on your heart that I'm not going to forgive this person. You're just going to keep growing a burden in your heart that you don't want. You you know, so to add on to forgiveness, um, you know, I, I'll, I'll give a little, a little testimony. Um, so my, I, I just started coming to come to realize this and opening up to this, but my, my, my brother was killed in, in prison and, and you know, it, it's been really hard for me and my family um, for me, me especially because that that was like my best friend when he was home, um, but but when when he was killed, you know that they, they try to cover it up, um, and they they couldn't find who did it, but you know when when they finally found who did it, there was there was just just this feeling of revenge, um, in in my heart and in my whole family's heart, and. And trying trying to get over that was really hard. Um, a lot of my family still hasn't gotten over that, um, and they still haven't haven't lost any any sleep over that revenge. Um, but but you know, like like we were just talking about, you you, you must forgive uh, because Jesus forgave us when we sinned, right? So we we must forgive those that have sinned. So it's 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 been a long time coming, but. But I, I find I started to started to realize rather than rather than trying trying to think about revenge or rather than plotting revenge, um, I, I need to forgive. So so you know just just recently I forgave I, for, I forgave the, uh, the 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 person that that murdered my brother and, and you know it, it has been hard right it's it's hard forgiving someone it's hard forgiving someone. Who who's who took something for you from you? Um, it, it's it's hard to forgive someone that that really put hurt in your heart. Um, but you know, if you wanna if you wanna live if you wanna live that 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 life um, where where you're following Jesus, you you need to forgive. Um, so that that's I saw that and and I felt like I just needed to forgive. That's great, bro, and um, and I can relate that to school, right? A lot of times, right, people in school hurt us, right? And, you know, sometimes we can't forgive them, right? And you don't understand, like, the burden it holds it holds on you. I'm going to say this again, right? Because it's just a big burden, right? We can't have that on our hearts. 
And in school, sometimes people do to do things to us, and we hold that against them, even when we're believing in Jesus, even when we're following Him. So I think it's one way to you know gain freedom at the same time build relationships in school, which is God centered, is forgiving others. Because when they see you do that big step of faith, they're like, "What? What's wrong with this person? Like he's he's peaceful for no reason." So exactly. they're gonna start you know building a relationship with you. And that's how you stir the pot in school and get people talking. Now, so I want to say something. Um, I want to remind you guys. Ten, ten things every young Christian needs to be reminded of. Um, number one is it is not popular to follow Jesus. Yeah. Um, I'll talk about that real quick. Because that's so true, right? If you look around in school, social media, I bet you one out of like a hundred people follow Jesus. It's a hard, it's a hard job, like, not job, like, thing, finding someone else in the school and social media that follow Jesus. So, many of us tend to try to blend in, and when blending in, you're just ruining what God gave you, right? You're just, you know, you know, um, submitting to, um, to the plans of the enemy. You don't want that. God called you to stand out, not to blend in. Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna say this too, um. I said this at, at one of the small groups that we had uh, this week, and and I just want to give like a little analogy. Um, li- living life as a Christian is like a game of tug of war, um, right? So you you have you have the the side that that is living for Christ, and and you're so you're walking, you're in the middle, and there's a game of tug of war going on, and you have the people that are walking with Christ, and maybe there's three or four people, and then you have the other side of the rope. Um, that is walking with the world and and is walking into into hell, um, and they have about fifteen to twenty people, right? It's the 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 popular decision is to go with with the with the more populated area or or to to go with the with the group that has the most people, right? Um, if you're playing that game of tug of war, you want to go on a group with the twenty people because you know you're gonna win. That's how we find ourselves in situations in real life. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so the next thing here is you may lose friends trying to, trying to find Jesus Christ. Let's, let's talk about that real quick because it's so true, right? Once I started following Christ, right, I lost at least like 10 friends because they're, they're going to be like, oh, you're different, right? You're not funny (laughs) anymore. You're not acting the same because... They're, when you start changing your lifestyle, they want you to stay on the lifestyle they had as your friend, which was leading you to eternal death. So you don't want to be a part of that anymore. Yeah, they they rely on you for for they rely on you for their happiness. So that lesson is when you join Christ, remember it's okay to lose friends. Why? Because those friends were keeping you down anyways. But now you're seeing it. But before you weren't. So God's opening your eyes because when you start losing friends, you start understanding. They weren't on your team, so if they're not on your team, they're not on my team. Exactly, yeah, no, and and for me that that just happened recently because you know I was I was always in church like here and there, but I I just recently started like started really believing and really accepting him, um, and 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 I saw how different that was right because I had I, I had these friends that that I used to always hang with and I thought oh they they weren't they they weren't a bad group of friends. But in all reality, they they were they they were keeping me from God, right? So it it doesn't it, it may look your friend group may look different, 
right? Some some people's friends group, right? It, it's a bad friend group. Um, they they may go out, sell drugs, drink, smoke. Um, th this friend group wasn't like that. This friend group was a, uh, well, was we were we were always together. Um, we were never in the streets. We we're always just playing rugby, you know. But but I started to realize as I was more into church that this friend group what was really keeping me from 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 learning more about God. So so yeah. I, I had to I had to turn away from. So it. that's there's two lessons for that. One, yeah, you're gonna lose friends, but you're gonna gain something way better, which is one eternal life, and two, you're gonna gain the companionship and just the uh, the friendship of Jesus. And then another lesson to be learned, right? You know, even if you lose friends, you're gonna gain better friends. So you're gonna gain, but they're not gonna be friends. They're gonna be, you know, your kingdom brothers and sisters. So it's it's good to know that there's. Like, when you find a church, you know you're going to have 11 arms waiting for you. <laughs> they're, they're all in your family in a Vin Diesel voice. Yeah, we can, <laughs> we can attest that because our City Reach fam is like that. Yeah. All right, so number three. that Number three on the list that every young Christian should, should, should be aware of. Uh, this, is, this is one of my favorite. It says, in all capitals, you're not alone. <laughs> yeah. I, I think... You know, depression is, it comes in us different ways, but I think right now it's really big in the youth. And we have to understand, like, when we when we start following Jesus, we have to always understand every aspect we go into, every situation we go to, Jesus is going to be along the way. Exactly. Now, the the next one is, is really, it's really big for this, for this generation, um, but, but for, for this whole world in general. You can still have fun while being a follower of Christ. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we we see we see nowadays what fun is, right? Um, fun. Th there's many definitions of fun to different people, right? Some people some people's fun is is going out drinking, right? Some people's fun is 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 even having sex with people, right? We we, we see we see fun, we see fun nowadays is is it sin well, yeah what i see it as is the devil's playground yeah we we equal fun with sin which is so stupid and if you think about it i see people all the time oh let's have some fun by drinking bro you're gonna get liver disease from that i ain't trying to die one <laughs> two smoking you're gonna get <laughs> lung disease i ain't trying to do that lung <laughs> lung cancer and then what else you got partying and taking drugs like bro i ain't i ain't trying to sin one and die physically and eternally from that yeah so what so I, i'm gonna give you guys like a few alternatives to 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 that so-called fun that that y'all like to have right fun fun being a christian can be you know, last last weekend we had we had a cookout at, at one of the brothers from church's house. Um, that that was fun, right? This this week we we have we have a night where where the the whole the whole young adult group gathers and and we're gonna do a paint night, yeah. right? It, we're 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 gonna be painting while while having fun with our family through Christ, right? We there there's so many there's so many ways to have fun. Without sinning, you know, yeah, that's all important. Just get to a church because that's how you, yeah, get to a family at the same time. You know, learn what fun is like, not in the world of sin. Yeah, the next thing I want to tell you guys is this is very important. Um, so we we 
you know, all Christians, all people in the world have that choice to choose Christ. But, but choo choosing Christ at one time doesn't mean anything, right? Choosing Christ is a daily thing. Mm. You, you, you have to wake up and be like, I, I, I need, I need Christ today. I need him in my life. I need him to work through me. I need him to flow through me to impact others. Um, and then, you know, even, even going to sleep, right? That, 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 that could be reading the Bible, um, just accepting him, praying to him. Um, you know, take, taking that time, you give him that time. He values that. He values that time that you give him. Um, it, it, it's like, it's like having a, it's like having a relationship with somebody, right? You, you can't be in a relationship and not, not be with them. You can't give them a, a relationship and not like, not talk to them, not, you know, you can't be in a relationship without knowing somebody. Yeah. So, so just knowing him and, and learning about him and talking to him, you know, you, you just need to, you need to choose Christ every single day. Yeah. Many believers in our society don't, um, don't understand that you need, you need to pick up your cross and follow him every day because it's not, Christianity is not a one-time thing that's every day thing. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Next thing. Don't listen to people, um, yeah, just don't listen to people in general because, you know, you, you may feel alone, you may feel like you're worthless, you may feel like you're nothing, right? But in, in, in all reality, you're called out to be a leader, just like I am, just like Julian is, uh, just like everyone is, right? The, even our pastor, you know, our, our, our pastor at one time told us that, that, that he felt lost as well. Um, but you know he was called to be a leader. We're we're all called to be leaders. Yeah, we're all gonna go through bad times. So it's it's important to know, like especially in today's society, most of us when we go through a bad time, we just fall off, and we have to understand when we go through a bad time, he's always there and he's gonna take us out of it. We just have to have that faith. So don't listen to people like trying to bring you down and tell you like when you go down, like don't take the easy way out. Go through drugs or stuff like that. Um, take. You know, take the way out that's going to actually benefit your life, which is Jesus. Yeah. So now I want to want to talk about something that, that Julian talked about a little while ago. Um, num number seven on our on our ten things is you should have a mentor and you should have a church family. Oh yeah. Um, we church church is church is really important, right? You even if you invite someone to a church service, you don't you may not see it, but you know it could change their lives. That one service, that one service could change their ways. You know, that one service can, can, I, I don't want to say it like this, but you know, it can hurt someone as well, but they may need to be hurt to see the good in it. You know, God doesn't obligate us to go to church every Sunday, but we have to understand we need a church. We need to find a church because the church is a group of people and believers and you, sometimes we won't have that family that believes in church gives us that family so we have to understand that we need to find a church so we can find one a family and two just a gathering of people that will accept you and teach you how to you know advance in god when you're young now this one is really important number all eight of them are important, but <laughs> yeah yeah no they're all important but i want you guys to really think about this when you pick up the cross, you must drop everything else. Now, I, I want you guys to, to just think about it because it's impossible to act for Christ and act against Christ at the same time. You have to pick so, a side. Exactly. So they, like, like we said in one of the other episodes, he doesn't. He 
he doesn't force us to do anything. He gives us that choice, right? So you can either walk with Christ or you can act against Christ. Yeah. Ever since I started following Christ three years ago, I, I, I'm not the same person. So obviously I have to drop many things. You can't just start following Christ and be the same exact person. So, you know, I've lost family members, you know, you know, relationship wise, I've lost friends. I've lost personal things. I've lost, you know, people say as money, you know, their future, my future, but I gave that all up to follow God's will and God's will is better than that because it's his perfect will. So when we start trusting him, we're going to have to drop some things because it's not natural. It's supernatural, right? So we have to understand, even though it may look dumb, <laughs> us dropping things, we have to understand there's something greater working in the supernatural. And God can, God can only move when you start dropping those things. Exactly. Now, to transition into, into our next one, number nine. I want to ask you, Jules. Do you do you, do you think that do you think that that God made us for us to be perfect? No, no one can be perfect but God. Exactly. So number nine says you will make mistakes. Mm. Right. We we all make mistakes every day. Um, God it, God knew in advance that that you would not and you could not be perfect. Um, which is why He sent a perfect Savior, His Son Jesus Christ, on your behalf. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it, it's it, it's so, so sad. There, there's not really much to explain about it. You, you're, you're gonna make mistakes. Um, you, you just you, you need to recognize it, and you need to you need to repent, and you need to um you need to turn away from this. So. And another thing, the Bible says, no sin is above the other. So you know, maybe in the natural, like we'll see. Obviously, murder is gonna be punished more than you know you disrespecting someone or disrespecting your parents but we God taught me this lesson that he can use anybody and he's going to use anybody so don't don't bring yourself down because you messed up you're literally human you're not you're not perfect you're going to mess up so I get myself down sometimes when I go when I don't sin for a while but I fall again we have to understand we're going to sin <laughs> but he died for us because we're going to sin after sin after sin so we have to understand that we're gonna fall but it's our mindset that are we gonna keep going or just leave it think that we're we're, le- we're less than now and god didn't die for us yeah so i want to read i want to read something in jeremiah chapter one it says before i formed you in the womb i knew you before you were born i sanctified you i ordained you a prophet to the nations mm. now now here I want to want to move into into our last into our last one. This is this is a big one because this will never end, right? It says you can make a difference. Mm. Um, and actually I want to change it. I, I want to change that title, right? When when I was when I was thinking of this, I thought of that title, but you know now now thinking about our topic, I want to change it. I want to change it to number ten. You're never too young to change a life. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I think God has called me, and I believe Christian as well, to personally, right, through our walk, um, show that to people. You know, sometimes I find myself speaking to 50-year-old, you know, I speak to pastor, right, and he, sometimes he's like, oh, wow, how God moved through you, right? And, you know, other people in the church that are like over 40 years old, right? So, once... Like, 
once God saved you and you start moving your calling, He's going to use you either way. It's not, it doesn't matter if you're five years old, you're 15, you're 30, you're 50, you're about, you're 80 years old. <laughs> I said about that. Sorry about that. But, you know, we have to understand that it doesn't matter what age, He's going to use you. So don't put yourself down because He's trying to use you now. If not, think about this. If not now, then when? That's why. What I want to leave off with. Yeah, you're not exactly, and and you know he he can call you whenever he can call you wherever, right? Um, I I wasn't I I I knew of Christ, but I didn't know Christ uh mm-hmm. too long ago, right? I just started just started to really get to know him, and and you know God's time is perfect, right? I leave for college in a month. And, and and I feel like the on, the only reason I'm going to college, like I I know I have a I, I know I'm going to go up and play sports up there, um in West Virginia. But I feel as though the only reason that I would that I was accepted and and able to go up to West Virginia to go to college is to change someone's life. Um, you know. I'm I'm not going up there to party. I'm not going up there to play sports. I'm not going up there to 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 even learn academically, I want to go up there, and I want to I want to preach to people. I want to I, I want to like I said I want to change someone's else someone else's life. I want God to flow through me, so so people can be touched and they can and they can spread the word. Um, so it can just be like a like a reactive chain and 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 we spread it to one person. They spread it to they spread it to five people. Those five people spread it to twelve people. And, and on and on. I want to leave with this specifically. If you are a young believer today that think that that doesn't think that God's going to use them, look at this. In the Bible, we see fishermen following Jesus and becoming disciples and becoming great leaders after Jesus passes away. Not passes away, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dies for us and rises and rose again and ascends into heaven. But look at, you know, the fishermen, right? Peter, right? He was looked at as other people, as like, you know, the Pharisees and stuff. You know, people didn't expect him to be a great leader, but he rose He rose to be that. So understand, God's going to use you. You know, I, I want you to look into my Instagram. Not not for me, but to show you that God can use anyone. My my Instagram is jewels.carryon. It's in our Bible. On, it's in our Instagram page on, on in our bio. I just want you to look at my page and, and see how God is using me and understand he's going to use you. So stop putting yourself down because he's going to use you if you're young, you're old, you're middle-aged, whatever. Now, all right, so I just I just want to end us off in a prayer. So, so if everyone will just close their eyes and pray with us. Dear Lord, you are the God overall. I pray that you protect all children from the harm that surrounds them. Surround them with a safe community of support and adults that love and nurture them. Thank you that, that you are their safe haven, right? That, that that they can turn to you in times of trouble so that they may live long days filled with your love and joy. I know many I know many children live in fear right now. Fear fear that someone may harm them, fear that they are lost. Um, fear some some fear that they may not have enough to eat that day. May but may each child know your love and care. May may they understand that your love is perfect and your perfect love casts out all fear. Um, your, I pray that you provide them with assurance 
of, of your love and care today. Uh, may, may they be wrapped in your loving arms of protection. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you for listening. If you don't know, we have a website out now. So go check that out. Link in our bio and our Instagram. And pray. I pray that this episode impacted your life. And we'll see you guys soon.